Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast, where Wargaming was easy, it'd be your mom, and uh, it has been a hell of a week, that's why this podcast is going up late, I uh, appreciate you guys being patient with me, um, as always, uh, Snarky Sayings, thanks for supporting the podcast, go check out Snarky Sayings on Etsy and Facebook, uh, put a link in the description somewhere, and Misty Mountain Dice, uh, Misty Mountain Gaming Dice, check them out, use code FLYING15 for 15% off your order, and we talk about going into perils this weekend, so we're going to perils at the Geekery. I uh, don't think Scott is going to be there, but Dan and myself will be there. Dilly, I think, is working, so he might drop in. So uh, be able to follow along, see how Dan and I are doing. If Dan can win another freaking GT, uh, hopefully I can at least get a podium or win. It'd be nice to see Dan take a fall some point in time, but I'm not going to count on it this weekend. So go to Flying Monkey Con also, www.flyingmonkeycon.com. Uh, get your tickets to Flying Monkey. Should be a great event this year. Uh, we got some different things going on, and I hope to see everyone there. Uh, Patreon stuff, I will get that settled next week for the month of March. I know April's upon us now, and uh, we'll get that settled. And also have some things I still have to get figured out where to ship to from last month's drawing. But we'll do that drawing live and let you all know that you won. Remember, you got to be a $5 above uh, Patreon subscriber to be eligible for prizes. And uh, I'll get something lined up for you guys and let you know what I'm giving away next week. So without further ado... Uh, here's the episode. We talk about, uh, like I said, going to uh, Perils. We talk about the uh, all the news, all the releases that came out of Adepticon that we had word of, and uh, our opinions and takes on it. And uh, it was a pretty good episode. So here you guys go. Enjoy. Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast, where Wargaming was easy, it'd be your mom. Uh, we were on hiatus last week, we are back, and uh, with the with the news that Dan Sammons has won another fucking Midwest GT, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. So, uh, he's uh, hopefully someone can knock Thanos off the, uh, uh, knock the Infinity Gauntlet off of Dan at some point in time this season, because it's not looking, not looking optimistic so far. Uh, but got the crew here, uh, my boy. The sexiest thighs in Warhammer 40k, Sean Dilly. What's happening, Sean? What's up? What's up? Nothing but 5 a.m.s at work right now. That's what. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put hair on your chest. So, and then I uh, heard in the background there, uh, Scotty, Scotty Too Hottie Sasser. What's happening, Scott? Come on, guys. Man, thanks for having me. And then, of course, uh, the man, the the dude, Dan Sammons. What's happening? What up? All right, I need, I need to start getting back to some nicknames for him. So we'll, we'll start using user-submitted nicknames for Dan every week and see what happens. We can come up with a good one. <clears throat> I did like the Dan, Dan wishes everything was 50 cents salmon, so that was pretty good. <laughs> but, <laughs> could be. It should be. So uh, we went to Free Stage GT. All of us went to Free Stage GT. And, uh, you know, I don't want to go, like, game by game. I mean, we can just summarize it one at a time, but... I, I don't know. I think I was probably the worst performance out of us, wasn't I? I was three and two. I was two and three. 
Oh wait, okay, never mind then. So Dilly, <laughs> <laughs> Dilly shoot the bed enough that I have to be the lowest man. So I, so left, I mean, leftover hands. Yeah, leftover. Somehow they, they said I got top iron hands still, <laughs> which I don't know at all. You score points, a bunch of points every game, maybe more than all the other iron hands players, because it was based off just battle points. Was it? Yeah. Well, there, I know there's more iron hands above that. Well, I guess so. Mark Mark scored more battle points than me, and he got best Grey Knights. Was, was his like record two and the three. same as yours? No, his record was not the same as mine. Oh, so maybe it was battle points. Yeah. Mark, I guess was, had a lot. Well. Mark had a lot of battle points, so I think like all of his losses were in the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> so, like he, he had a fuck ton of points. He was not doing bad in the battle points department. So, uh, which is an interesting way to do it. I uh, I'm not sure that'd be the way I'd do it, but it's their tournament. They can do what they want to. So I uh, had five good games, uh, good opponents. I you know I round one I had a nice guy playing Iron Hands. We were on the Patreon stream for War Games Live, and uh, I was I was running out of models, but I won the game. And I guess that people kept coming by and looking at the table, and they thought Iron Hands were winning, and I was winning. Like the Iron Hands never got out of the deployment zone to do anything, so. It was a, a good game, and and I had two lists, man. It happens to me every fucking tournament, it seems like. I've got, usually I look through there, and I'm like, I don't want to play that, and I want to play that. There were two things I didn't want to fucking play. Corey and his goddamn Mortal Wound fucking <laughs> Necrons, and then the goddamn Tyler and his fucking GSC list. And, like, you know, I chalked it up. If I played Dan, I, I might lose, but I'm going to have a fucking hell of a time in that matchup. So, like, if I got paired up with Dan, it would have been cool, but... Like, those two guys, I didn't want to play the list. Because just, like, GSC is kind of hard to deal with, you know, just right down where they're at. And then, um, well, pre-Desolators, GSC wasn't too hard. To, it, was, it was pretty tough to deal with. So <laughs> right. we'll see what happens here in a couple weeks. But And then, uh, yeah, Corey, that game with Necrons, I couldn't make anything happen. You know, like I told you guys, I put, like, fucking eight Thunderhammer wounds on the Silent King. And he made seven of the saves, you know. A test rock vault with seven wounds left. I hit it with Wolfen, three wounds. Fucking uh, hit it with Wolfguard also, left it with one wound left. And then so he just pays a CP, puts it at full steer, and then yeah. like shits out mortal wounds and kills everything. And <laughs> yeah, I was like this is awesome, man. So, and then uh, Tyler, I just couldn't, uh, I couldn't stand. I had Tyler down to like three miles. He had like three characters left on his home objective at the end of the game. And uh, I just didn't have the points. I lost by seven. So that was my two losses. And and then day two, I took it out on some poor Custodes player that was one and two. <laughs> and <laughs> and, and uh, stomped on him. And then I played. I can't remember I played the last game. Fuck. I can't remember. But it was a good experience. I had a good, I had a good time. And a lot of them guys up there were fun. And it was cool to see you cats this weekend. So Scott, Scott was in rare form. So... Right, well, not right, rare form, right. usual form. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, and that was my weekend. Congrats, Dan. By the way, a sincere congrats, man. It must have been really hard to sit there with the on the objectives and score. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dan, what was the what was the, what was the highlight game? What was the what was the most enjoyable game you played? Uh, let me think. Sorry. Well, I can just I'll, let me hit my games. I'll zoom real quick. Uh, so game one, I played against Tyranids. Uh, I went second. I deployed train second, uh, but my opponent had a KG turn one, and just he didn't realize. And see, he basically didn't move up aggressive enough turn one, and turn two he realized, oh crap, you're just standing there, 
But at that point, he'd missed two turns of shooting, so I won that game. Uh, game two is against uh, Quentin's Blood Angels. Blood Angels do not like Dark Angels. No. And I did that yo-yo trick with the Talon Master. So he, uh, I lost train, and this is the only game I went first in. Uh, but I went first and flew, so stopped his death company from going in turn one, but then flew the Talon Master over, shot, and then charged and killed like three death company, and then then ran away 21 inches. So I, I just basically my, my army kind of just chilled. Uh, and Talon Masters were just flying around everywhere, killing everything. Yeah. Uh, then I played Kyle McCord, uh, the guard matchup, and this pretty much played out. He made a mistake. He, I, I, again, didn't drop terrain first, so he, uh, he basically put the wrong type of. He put a. He should have put a rune in the middle to, to zone me out, but he didn't. He put a crate, so I still was able mm-hmm. to get oaths and and uh, warp ritual without doing anything. So I just pretty much stood there and kept yeeting out a unit a little like five terminators a turn to keep knocking him off primary um, yeah. and then yeah. game four I played against Corey and his Necrons and that was on <laughs> stream I lost the train roll off and went second in this one this is this is the one matchup me and we like in our group <laughs> wanted you know this is the this is the mission we wanted this is the yeah this was my this worst was mission for sure yeah so this if I was going to play Dark Angels again this would be the mission that would uh, force me to change or this is the game that would force me to change my list um because I needed like a, another land speeder, like a throwaway land speeder or something. So he went first and like moved the Void Dragon up on one flank, moved something else on the other flank. So he was able to beat on three objectives, and I wasn't able to do really get anything except just move up. So if I had like a land speeder to go out and like contest an objective and just throw away like a 60, 70 point land speeder, that would have been much, much better, but didn't have that. Yeah. So, uh, but this game was, was super, super tight. Like, I think I only beat him by three points, and yeah. I had like. I had one or two. I think I had one deep strike charge that that knocked him to zero primary for a turn, uh, which was a big deal. And then like he had uh, what are those vehicles he's got? The whatever the, the uh, doomsday arcs. Yeah, yeah, the doomsday arcs. Like he had one doomsday arc got like took like multiple terminator charges and just wouldn't die. Like the same <laughs> doomsday arc. I, yeah, I charged it twice and it just decided just didn't want to die. He made all of his invuls. Uh, so like that thing lived the whole game. And then, uh, but he, he made some mistakes, like, <laughs> on turn two, I think, he moved Scarabs up, which then allowed me to pop Infiltrators out, because his list has no OPSEC. So right. infl- infiltrators just charged and stepped on objective, because I took Shock Tactics too. So that was able to hurt his primary, and then give me Shock Tactics and all that other cheeky, stuff. Cheeky four points right there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I, I did that to him multiple times, like, late in the game, my Talon Master with OPSEC did it again. So it was, it was a lot of stuff like that that kept me in the game. Um, and then, like his Silent King at the end of the game, uh, I tried to not kill him with, with the rerolls uh, <laughs> and barely killed him, so he blew up. But even then, like the uh, so that turn, I think he killed. Four, I want to say he killed four characters that turn. Like on average, he probably kills two, but he killed all four, so yeah. he he maxed out assassinate, which I I honestly thought was a bad pick. So, um, but yeah, that game ended up. And then his his uh, stupid test rack vault was just like maxing mortal wounds on every day <laughs> yeah dude so yeah. many games dude yeah he just that's where i like maybe he, that's why he thinks it's so good because he just doesn't roll he just doesn't fail anything on it just always Bro, goes was... off and always does max wounds that thing yeah. was like man like <laughs> up my ass man like <laughs> but yeah that, that game was was super super tight like three-point game uh then i played against ryan, ryan. Burbeck's gsc and he made a comment before the game uh, maybe maybe like round before the first round that day, 
that made me think that he was gonna that he thought I would take like raise the banners and stuff like that. But his list is like how many obsec bodies is it? It's some. It's, it's like some, 80, 90. It's just a bunch. Yeah, it's like well, eighty neophytes plus he's got all the acolytes. So he's probably got like over hundred obsec bodies. So yeah. when I was thinking about that matchup the night before, I kind of decided like I was like I don't think I can. I can't risk like taking banners or stubborn or anything like that because if he pulls it down, I'm just screwed. So my, I was like, if I take Codex, he's got the five man units with the Talon Masters and the missiles, and I basically did the the kill the kill plan. So I took like Codex and no prisoners, and I think Oast or something like that. No, not Oast. Codex, no prisoners, and I don't remember my last one was, but it was all just about killing him. Yeah. Uh, which it, it, his oh, shock uh, tactics. Yeah, I, mean, I don't remember my last one was. Maybe it was shock tactics. Or but, war patrol. Uh, no, nah, I didn't do that because he had a psyker. So. But it's on stream if you want to look. But that one, it just was buckets and buckets and buckets and buckets of dice were rolled. And uh, I was, like, on on my turn, on his turn one, he went first. I also lost the train roll off this one. He went first. Uh, his bikes, like, killed, like, an infiltrator squad. It kind of gummed me up a little bit. But Terminators uh, can at least charge and get distance. So I was able to, to do shit like that to keep getting out, you know, keep pushing out a little bit. Uh, but like, I think on my turn one, I shot a bike unit with like a talent master and killed a bike. Yeah. And in my head, and in my head, I was like, uh Oh, <laughs> <'Cause this laughs> yeah, dude. and, yeah. uh, but it was, I think I, when I, on, on his turn two, when he started bringing more stuff in, like after all the dust settled and all the dice rolled, not that many terminators died. So I think I made, I probably made maybe a little bit above average saves, but so it's kind of like one of those where he was killing a little bit less than expected, I think. And then I was killing probably, I don't know if I was killing more than expected, but I just was, I was swinging with every attack I had, like shooting every frag missile that I had. I wasn't throwing grenades. I should have been doing that. Uh, but yeah. just, just trying to pick up as many dudes as I could and was just slow, slowly winning that grind. Uh, so I was able to pull it out, but, but that one was a little sketchy at the beginning, but yeah, it was, it was a good game. And then the finals yeah. was against, uh, was against Abaddon. And I just kind of avoided Abaddon and kill everything else. And it was on the best mission for Dark Angel. So I just basically had two 10 man sitting on the objectives uh, while the other two five mans were like trying to body block and kill some things, but just kind of protect my 10 mans from Abaddon just to make sure Abaddon didn't have the turns available to kill them, which is basically kind of what happened. Like Abaddon was untouchable basically, but the rest of his army, the bikes came in and they kind of bounced. And the rest of it was just kind of slowly getting picked up while, while the Terminator just sat on the two objectives. So, which I'm sorry you had to play a sixth game, but it was nice that we could get out of there. After oh yeah, the fifth I, game, man, that was yeah. clutch. No, it, it was all good. Like it was a, it was a fun game. No, I, I no bad opponents, so a good event. But yeah, like that terrain, I'm gonna talk about it later too. But like I think that my whole idea for switching because I didn't know how my guard could deal with that middle rune. And I used it. I loved it. Yeah. So I think that this kind of like shows like if you do your homework on the events, like uh, it definitely pays off. Like knowing what missions there are, thinking about the missions, thinking about the train, you know, thinking about the meta. If you if you do all your homework like pre-event, it can it definitely helps out. And if you do it properly, I guess is probably the the better term. So like I don't want to. I'm not gonna throw under the bus, but there's somebody who was we're talking about guard and dark angel matchups, and he was doing. You know, doing some, tweaking some lists, you know, his list, I think, to try to to kill Dark Angels. But, like, I think a good thing is on most of those missions, uh, killing Dark Angels isn't actually going to 
do anything because you're not going to be able to kill them because they're hiding behind a wall smart points. Correct. So, so I think it's where you got to like really analyze the the mission properly. Like, so like in the guard matchup, for example, the guard dark angel matchup. If I was going to bring my guard, I I had basically decided like the only the only way I can attempt to win that game is to stop them from doing warp ritual. Uh, so because they're they must all have Ezekiel. So the only the only way to stop warp ritual. Uh, realistically, is by taking a death strike, because then if they're in a building trying to do that shit, you can drop a nuke on them and say, "Move, you know, get out of there." <laughs> <laughs> so, but but like the death strike doesn't actually stop them if they get train drop. It's not going to really prevent them from just sitting on there with ten terminators and still scoring the oats yeah, moment stuff. So like, it's still a rough game, but like, I feel like that's where you just got to like analyze that, you know, analyze everything. If you analyze it correctly and think about it, like. How is this actually going to play out? Then you can you definitely set yourself up for success more. Agreed. I'm nice. trying to get better about that. So I will just I'll just I'll just yolo the same list at three different tournaments and hope it hope it pans out. So <laughs> I need to, I need to quit that shit. Well, Dan emphasized <laughs> that middle, that middle rune and, and you know like thirty inceptors abused the shit out of it and it felt great. You know, like just yeah. moving twelve out. Charging whatever I wanted to mid board and having fun the entirety of the tournament. So, yeah. I also think it's something that tournaments need to look at. I mean, that first terrain drop can be massive for some armies. So, yeah, I think potential change somewhere. I, if you know, if it was up to me and I was running FOD and that, or even for Bug Eater, if if we do player place train, um, I'm leaning more towards TO set train, honestly. But if we were to do player place train, it's going to be. There's going to be some restriction to some degree of basically you're not you can't place a rune within uh, six inches of the center or something like that um, to stop the the camping on the center basically and, and yeah, the staging yeah. ground that it becomes. So it's going to be it's going to be either that or it's going to be just to set and I'm going to make it so you're not going to be able to do that because it it's you shouldn't be able to. It's kind of stupid. On that note too, though, I think also that. TOs and people out there like don't just if you hear something that's popular like if you hear you know player place terrains the thing and like make sure your fucking terrain is designed to actually do that like don't don't yeah. just you know like you just decide you're gonna do player place terrain and have a bunch of stuff out there you know because like if you have asymmetrical tables it's not a problem but like an asymmetrical table needs to be like TO placed you know or, or TO placed where you can adjust it between rounds for missions and uh you know like you need to i think you need to have certain sets like like dan said flg has a good set for player placed you know like you need to have a set that's designed to be player placed terrain if not just fucking to place it let your players know they can discuss adjust figure it out when the mission changes you know that kind of thing but not just not just any set works for player placed agreed just takes a lot of these off the tournament organizer, right? Not everybody has a lot of extra hands in between rounds to adjust tables, you know. So I think but it's it, not it's not too bad if you plan your your scenarios out properly, so there's less adjustment. Like, don't go from a hammer and anvil deployment to a dawn of war to then back to a hammer and anvil, like that type of stuff. If you like, keep it like we're gonna do the diagonal missions on day one, that type of stuff. Yeah, kind of like what GW does in that sense. Yeah. Well, maybe with tenth edition, we'll get a uh, brand new, you know, terrain layout right. or multiple standardized terrain. I hope not. 
Oh, Sean, how'd your how'd your weekend go playing leftover hands? Uh, I mean, it was pretty fun. It was a nice like mental reset for me. So now I'm back and back in a groove and playing something I maybe enjoy more. But yeah, it was fun. It was it was silly the number of shots those uh, repulsors have. That's for sure. I think it was sixty something shots each, something like that. But I feel like they just left everything at one wound. I could just because of split firing because I'm so limited on stuff. But it was it was fun, goofy. What I needed. We had a fun game. It was very enjoyable. We did. I never laughed harder. Uh, Tony came over and said, uh, "Dan, Dan needs like some like twelve inch charge on this one of the stream games," and he just flicked the dice up like this, and it came down. Tony said natural twelve, but you know, was it like a like eleven inch charge or something like that? What? Anyways, Sean Me? goes, maybe that's the style. We just gotta flick it, and he oh, just yeah. took the three dice in his hand, flicked all three of them up, dude. Boom, 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 six, 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 dude. I'd never <laughs> laughed harder in my fucking life, dude. It was just yeah. one after the other. I, was like, I can't believe this. Shit, like, oh, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It Anyways, work on took a lot of first. dice and models after that. I lost every damn first roll and train roll on that damn stream. Those blue dice suck. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm never using those again if I play on that stream again. Let me play with my own dice, Joe. Let me play with my own dice. Yeah. It's all bullshit, dude. Dice, it's all, it's all bullshit. I thought that until those blue dice kept fucking me up. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I believe it. I believe it. I'm anti round uh, corner on my dice, so I need yeah. I need them to get some some. Dice I, I say that, but going second almost every game, especially when you're using like Osamoan, everything is actually pretty yeah. useful. So yeah, it feels good. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice to have the train drop though. Like it'd be nice to have that one time. Why? So you could just help sit behind the wall a little bit closer to them. Yeah, so that way I didn't have to. <laughs> I it would be it'd be even less brain power required. <laughs> yeah. Dirty, dirty. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was a good event. I uh, the only thing I have to complain about is that fucking concrete floor whips my back by the time it's time to go home. Yeah, but get them Crocs, baby. I know. Crocs, that, oh, oh, Crocs. I know. I, I, I was envious of you and Sean walking around in your Crocs during the weekend, and I. I'm just telling you, dude. I guess I'm at the age and I'm married now. I don't need to impress anybody, huh? I can just. <laughs> Daddy, you got to go the noose and like fatigue mat route. Like, that's always yeah. a good idea. Yeah, that's what Jim does too. And I'm telling you, it also is so heavenly, dude. Yeah. It's so good. So I didn't do something. I was making sure I was sitting down on my turn, you know, or on my opponent's turn, standing up on my turn so I could give my back a rest, but I still was a little, little tight on the way home, man. So, yeah. Uh, so, uh, I guess uh, GW had a big old reveal at Adepticon. A bowling ball to, con? Uh, what's that? Bowling ball con? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I say this. I said this last year. I'm going to say it this year. How How do people go back to the same event year after year and have the same exact complaint? Like They mostly don't. Yeah. Dude, if you look at the list of people, like the kind of like the known tournament travel people, not, not a lot, not a lot there. Most people have learned, but there's just enough. There's, a, I think, Adepticon just doesn't they don't increase the size of their event. There's enough people that haven't gone, so they just keep getting new people in there. Eventually, it's going to bite them in the ass. I, so. I, I don't know because the con itself 
is really enjoyable. I yeah. mean, it's honestly really enjoyable. If the team atmosphere, the the drinking with your buddies. If you get to, if you get to stay on resort, it, it actually is incredibly fun. Uh, you know, the tournament is some, leaving something to, to be desired, right? The team tournament is pretty fun playing with your buddy for, and if that's how you approach it, it's it's pretty enjoyable. And if you build the right list to play on it, it, it actually is fun. Like if you get the right matchups the, the four days, it, it's fun, right? You get to blow people off the table and you can build for it if, if it's a continual theme, right? I mean, but uh, I do think that there, it's more than just the tournament. That is why people are going, right? So... There's a lot to do there. Yeah, you, you say that there's a lot to do, but then you spend all of Thursday playing 40k for 14 hours or whatever it is. Yeah, but you, so you play all like if you play Thursday, you have off all day Friday to explore the whole con, and then if you play the team tournament, you play Saturday Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I did that, I did that one year, and my Friday was you know exploring the con was fun for like. A couple hours, but that's all you need, really. So yeah, but that's that the type of people like yeah. we are. Yeah, that's all you need. But like drinking around, watching the games, watching the day two games is actually pretty fun. You know, just if you know if you get some like when, when there's a lot of big names going, watching those games was really enjoyable. So I watched Rob Jeff Robinson play on there, dude. It was dope as shit. You know, it's one of my idols back in the day for 40k. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Everybody, everybody acted shocked that it was a garden Votan at the top. It's like, <laughs> did you see the train? Like that's it's, it's, it should have been guard versus guard, but yeah. I don't know. Votan has enough small enough footprint that he can hide behind that <laughs> that, that little amount of terrain. Like it hide with you my twelve models. <laughs> yeah, like it still shoots fucking pretty hard, but you can't yeah. hide the whole guard army. I mean, if you go first, well, fuck, Voltan's got its 14 models tucked away between the two ruins. You're fine. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. So would you guys, uh, I know in the past, some of the reveals have been lackluster, especially the last couple of years. We kind of, I don't know, the Anagram one was kind of cool. But uh, what what did you guys think of the reels and them talking about tenth edition finally letting the cat out of the bag, saying it's coming? What were your opinions? Ewoks are coming. Ewoks, dude. Ewoks Star Wars from- Legion. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. oh, that was cool. <laughs> uh, a little, little little space Vietnam. <laughs> so- <laughs> There's gonna be a forty k army in there somewhere. Yeah, when the when the trees start talking, you have the uh, space Vietnam flashbacks. So back to stormtrooper days. What did they reveal? I can't like what, like what models they had. Lizardmen looked sexy as fuck. Yeah, and yeah there, awesome. was, there was uh, Votan dude with a jump pack. Yeah, kill team. He looked kind of weird. Yeah, they just looked like the normal troopers with slightly different equipment. So yeah, they weren't super cool in my opinion. But then the, what? There's beastmen in there, which is kind of interesting. Um, and what else? I think there was just uh, 40k really. The lion, oh, the lion, was, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, the lion was dope yeah. as fuck, dude. That, that, yeah. that helmet with the wings coming up, dude. Mm, choice, bro. I think it's funny though because Dark Angels are probably about to get fucking nerfed 
<laughs> dude, oh. something tells me that dude is going to turn into the next Abaddon, just be dude, swiping through fields of dudes. That's what GW needs to do is they need a, a balanced ass slate up like uh, Terminator Storm Shields points by 10 points uh, each. And then uh, get rid take... of all free upgrades. No, no, just just make just make Fuck those be more expensive. And then and then when uh, Lionel comes out, Lionel when you take him in an army reduces the cost of your turn. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you sell. That's how you keep selling. That's how all the Lionels everyone can take their Terminators again. Dude, I got I got dudes that I know are never gonna play Dark Angels, never gonna build Dark Angels army that want that model. That yeah. model's sick, dude. and I can't blame them. Like I, I'm definitely picking it up. Yeah, I already, I already pre-ordered my store because I was like, I, I want it. It looks badass. Yeah, yeah. What helmet are you gonna go with? Probably the hooded uh, helm. Dude, I like the, I like the hood with the face. I thought that was kind of dope. Not the, <laughs> not the old man Lannister one. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, the the one that looked like what was a Tywin Lannister. Weak. Yeah. yeah. Well, what had you with the winged helmet? Is that what you like, Scott? No, fuck it. Yeah, that's the yeah. best one, dude. Mm. You like that, dude? You probably got like, like where the dude with the three foot wing on your Honda for downforce, huh? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, plywood and everything. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, no, I don't know. I, I liked uh, the line reveal was cool. What about the new Terminators Some, that are uh, three millimeters taller? Yeah, the uh, the true scale Terminators. I don't know, man. I uh, I think it's neat. I just uh, I, I probably own all the Terminators I'm gonna need for a while. So unless yeah, I start another army, taller. yeah, they're taller. They're taller. The Space Wolf sculpts for Terminators are actually a little bit bigger than the regular Terminators, I think. So, but it's yeah. I don't know. They were good looking models. I, I mean, I can't. They definitely were good looking models. If uh. If I started another army and needed Terminators, I'd probably pick some up. For sure. And don't everybody talk at once. Jesus, did you guys lose your gas? What happened here? No, I was just, uh, just waiting for talk about 10th. Yeah, well, so go ahead, man. What, what were your, uh, what was your big takeaway from the 10th edition announcement? What you saw, what you liked? I'm pumped. Like, <laughs> so, too. I'm pumped. Me too. I mean, I now, like the whole pump the brakes, bitches. No, damn, I'm not going to let you get another word <laughs> in. Let's let's think about this. I'm cautiously optimistic, but like half of the shit that GW said is literally what they said at the start of like ninth and shit like that. <laughs> we'll oh, we're gonna happen. Like, we'll give them the break. All right. Well, no, like the window. No, but the not, not so much that. Like they're talking about. Oh, you know the the rules bloat and everything got too much. We're doing the simplify the game. They said that exact same thing. Like at the beginning of uh, ninth, like oh, we don't want you to run. You have to carry around five books or whatever like that. Yeah, but. And, they didn't re- completely redesign the stat line. They just made a, da- a fucking data card for it. So, no, they simplified it. You know, they, what they, are they, you they, talking they, you know, about? Some of the stats they got rid of some shit. You know, it's all the same. Look Everything's at it. there, dude. No, they added a stat. They added ops. They added object. They literally, in that sense, they actually made it more. So, and then, like, I don't know. I'm just saying. It sounds good, but just GW has said half this stuff before and did not follow through. So, well, like we were I, promised the app in eighth edition. You oh know. God, <laughs> don't even go down that train. When's the last time anybody ever built a, a list in the Warhammer app? So, I tried to for this current Space Wolves one, but it, it didn't it, work. It's a, it's a it doesn't work for half of it and now, yeah. and now 
and now so look at how their 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 history is with the app and now you're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hope they can keep a a living rule set basically or living rules updated correctly oh god you know so that's i'm just it sounds good but a gw is gonna gw and i they're gonna screw something up so we'll see so much salt no nah, just uh I don't get. I don't. I don't get. You don't get the benefit of doubt after you you fucked it up like six times already. So that's true. Yeah. Well, I I am optimistic. I I've been pretty adamant about wanting index forty k anyways, and I want to see everybody put back the same start point because going from eighth into ninth, you know, it's again we still have the haves and the have nots, and like it was you know it was interesting to see like what armies. You know, there's a lot of armies out there right now that have plenty of CP and don't have to spend CP to get cool shit. And there's a lot of armies that start games with zero because they basically have to spend every dime they got to to get cool, yeah. cool shit. And I'm glad that's going to be going away. You know, I just, I'm ready. Yeah, that's, that's probably my favorite thing is that it's going to be Index Hammer. So. Yeah. It, it really is super enjoyable playing that form of uh, 40K again, just... Wild Wild West. Everybody's on, mm-hmm. you know, well, some of us are on even playing field. The rest of us, not so much. Yeah. I hope they unfuck Votan. I'd like to have, like, my orcs have more than one stratagem. Same. What What do you think of them putting the uh, psychic phase into the command phase, obviously? Some That's talk fine. about that. Do you think it'll make psychic mortal wound armies... Uh, still viable, or do you think they'll become more of like we're gonna buff a unit? Because with like Grey Knights, for instance, you'll be casting a lot like more hammer hand before you go do something or things like that. I think they said like stuff like smite is gonna be like a, a shooting, shooting attack. Now, yeah. So, okay. so I don't think I don't think uh, I'm not really I'm not too concerned about like a mortal wound breaking thing. So that's kind of I think in the AOS the. Are are the psychic powers and AOS in the command phase? Believe so. Yeah, and they're so that's kind of I maybe from taking from AOS. I know AOS gets a lot less com- like command points to use, um, and a lot of their stuff is the command phase. I think is a bigger deal in AOS than it is in 40k. So, but I don't know. I that part of it, I think I think sounds good. So we'll see though. What about the uh, what about the stratagems for reactionary during your opponent's turn? What do you guys feel about that? Ah, I'm, I'm all about it. Are. I mean, like, what, and what do you what, yeah. and like? What do you think? What do you think they would be alluding to? Like, you can do like shoot on death, for instance. Like, go uh, Overwatch. They're probably just talking about Overwatch. It's pulling. <laughs> it's probably they have, they have it in AOS. Like, it is a thing in AOS where you. They also put a reaction thing into Horus Heresy. So. Yeah. What are what are some of them like? What are some of the react? I have no idea what they do. Or I, I want to say one of them is like when your opponent moves close to a unit, you can like it's kind of like what the Gaunt uh, data sheet had, where like you can move move when somebody moves close to you, that type of thing. So, so That's like dope. yeah, so it's it's stuff like that, I think. But yeah, I don't know what the horse heresy ones are. So. I can't either. I, I remember just remember reading through the rule book initially and thinking they were cool. Yeah, makes yeah, it I just picked a up little the, less. Uh, I go, you go. The adeptus yeah. mechanic is Horus Heresy book, so maybe I'll play it at some point. But 
Well, that's my thing I don't want is I don't want to see, like Dan just said, the I go, you go. I think being able to react or interrupt kind of might might be pretty cool. Yeah, I think it, it would help break it up a little bit. And then uh, my last question is, what about the, uh, what about the, you have to take a warlord, your only compulsory is a warlord, right? Or like a, is a character? Just character, and then yeah. Everything else you can take whatever you want three of. I'm curious uh, if they're going to do allies at all, or if they're here, so they're here, you're going to do. I think it's going to be AOS. It's kind of like, uh, it's imagine world eaters, uh, whatever the Angron list is. It's like, hey, here's this list with your mm-hmm. special eight strategies, but like, you can only take demon models. Like, it has a restriction on it. I don't think it's. I think a lot of these are gonna be like, oh, Ultramarine's first company. Like, you get to pick. You taking Terminators, and this is your shit. Or you can take the Phobos list, and this is your shit. Like, I think there's gonna be restrictions. Like, you're not gonna be able to pick like every. Like, if you take a Phobos character, you can take the Phobos, like uh, detachment. Something like that, yeah. I don't think it's. I, I don't. I don't think it's gonna be like everyone gets the same detachment. You just take whatever is the most broken thing times three as many times as you can fit. I don't think it's gonna be that. I think it's gonna be. It's like. Uh, it's like what do you call? Um, using the, the best one is the World Eaters book with the Angron list. Like you can play normal World Eaters, but then you don't get some of the cool allies, or you can play the Demon World Eaters, but then you don't get some of the, you know, the base dude shit, and they're cool stuff they can do. So you got to kind of just pick and choose, which in the long run, theoretically, makes it better for balance, kind of. Um, but we'll see. So I think it'll be fine if they do it right. I think that's how AOS... I know AOS kind of was like that. I don't know if it still is, but you had the... Uh, like, you did whatever the battle group things in AOS were called. I can't remember what they're called, but, you know, you had... You know, you could play all greater demons of Battalions. Yeah, the Battle Tomes. Yeah, whatever it was. So you can, they kind of already they've been they've been screwing around with similar ideas in Age of Sigmar for a while. So theoretically, this, this is not something new for them theoretically. And isn't the Age of Sigmar team playing a much bigger role in 40k? I thought that was the rumor like a uh, year or two years ago. Yeah, I'm not sure, but like I don't know, man. Like it's not new because Age of Sigmar dropped, you know, during seventh. And a lot of the stuff that we got in eighth edition was directly from Age of Sigmar. Yeah, you know, it just it just was, and it's. I, I just I think they do test a lot of stuff out in Sigmar and decide if they want to bring it over to forty k, which, which is fine. I'm just glad they haven't decided that fucking double turn that's retarded <laughs> as hell it needs to be part of the game because yeah, with the guns and the, and the alpha striking in forty k, can you imagine two turns of it? <laughs> yeah, be bad. Yeah. Real fucking bad. Yeah. And all and all of the Age of Sigmar lovers and, and vets are like, they've got ways to play around that. I'm like, no, don't care. I just Eldar will have some way to guarantee it every game, so everyone's yeah. gonna play fucking Eldar. Love the models. I've got multiple Age of Sigmar armies and I'll play casually, but I can't I can't take the double turn, man. I just it's what's keeping me out of being really involved in the community. Yeah, very much. But, but I don't know. So, Cautiously optimistic. I think um, I've heard from multiple sources now that it uh, sounds like pre-orders on 10th of June and 17th of June, and then release on the Buggy Weekend. Awesome. So playing Buggy Eater Weekend? 
Uh, not if it releases that day, sadly. But, oh. so no balls. Be a good send off. I'm coming to that guaranteed. Yeah. Probably the problem too is Tony pointed this out. I I bet the I bet it's going to release that day, but I kind of don't. I kind of I don't know if they did they say anything about the GT pack. Is that going to be online only, or is that going to be? Yeah, I've seen I've seen zero about a GT pack. So yeah, so I bet they're going to do a GT pack, but I wouldn't. I want. I don't know if it's going to be online, so available day one, or if it's going to be like you're going to have to go buy it and it's going to come out like two weeks. I mean, if if it's, I'm. I bet that I wouldn't be surprised if you have to buy it because that way GW knows they get that money every six months. So, so yeah. So, but if that if there's going to be a a GT pack, I kind of doubt it's. I wouldn't expect it the same day as the release. So, so you probably won't even be able to really have a tournament. The day it hits, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's how we that's how we rolled with ninth, man. Remember that? <laughs> uh, was it the day that it hit, or was it? Yeah, it was the day. I think it was the day. It was, but it had all been leaked it, so much that. Like, yeah, but it was, and it was, it was going eighth to ninth was not that different versus ninth to tenth sounds a little bit more intense, especially yeah. with indexes. So that's my first ass whooping from Dan. Huh? That was my first ass whooping from Dan. What were you, what were you playing then? Death card. I can't remember that. <laughs> I remember. I remember playing Huston. Wasn't Huster there with those custodes? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you played both of us. That was when I fucking played Colin and made him go buy crew for his decan. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> fucking Colin. God. Yeah. No, but I think I've got the perils this weekend, and then I don't think I have a tournament until Bug Eater. But I'm not playing in a tournament probably till. Uh, show me which is forever away it feels like so just gonna... going to Kansas City or Kansas City on the 15th for a tournament and then it's just a one day thing but yeah. show me my next one after that yeah I'm just going to I think it's mine what'd you say Midwest Conquest oh yeah yep I'm just going to try to just get into a hobby mode I think and just try to try to get as much of my random stuff painted up that way when 10th hits I can analyze and then pivot and have hopefully most of what I need for show me ready to go rather than trying to rush it so ATC will show be fun me. and the team tournament will be fun show, show me is going to matter for, for points so oh show me is show me is C4, C4's will Columbia jumped into second place for teams yeah we're going we're to go through it on the way out so like, one more, one more event we're gonna talk about perils this weekend. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, but me and Bam are doing perils of the geekery this weekend. Yeah. Uh, so I, so again, we talked about earlier, like analyzing train and missions. So uh, this these mission set, it's got like the bomb mission, and one other one I wasn't a fan of, but like it's definitely not as good missions for Dark Angels. And then the train, their train has kind of more ruins, like more bigger ruins, but only one of them is first floor line site blocking. So Terminators don't really like that as much either. So I, I pivoted off uh, Dark Angels and uh, went to Iron Hands because uh, the new Desolation Marines are pretty good into the meta. Uh, but this, so the, the, the cat is out of the bag on that one. I think people are starting to realize that they're they're not like uh, in my opinion, like they're not the end-all, be-all, but they they 
bend over guard real fierce, and Maybe they make T3, like right? huh? If you're T three, yeah. If you're T three, you're gonna have a bad time, or if you're a low armor save, you're probably gonna have a bad time. So, so just because an Eldar too, that it does probably a pretty good job of them. Oh yeah, I think it bad touches. I think bad touches Eldar, Drakari, Guard, so any any of those armies don't really like to see him. So, so I'm trying. I'm running uh, Iron Hand successors with an acolyte, a ten point acolyte. He is the uh, the poor man's Cyberwolf. So, just a one point char- or ten point character running with a bolter to zone people out, and then I've got a lieutenant with uh, the f- uh, lieutenant and Reaver armor with the extra aura range, and then obsec on him. And then I just have two infiltrator squads, a 10-man vanguard vet, a 5-man vanguard vet, a scout squad uh, with all the bullshit, and then a, a storm, uh, two landspeeder tornadoes, a suppressor squad, and then a gladiator reaper, two devs, uh, two dev squads, and then three 5-man desolation squads. So, just a, a lot of heavy weapons and iron hands, basically. Lame. But this is funny, though, because I, I did the Whirlwind of Rage. Uh, so, the Exploding Sixes, I played against uh, Cam's uh, Custodes, and I was I basically had to hold my, my vanguards until I could make him not have the CP to turn off rerolls. Yep. So, uh, so I, I finally got a position to do it. I sent 10 vanguards in. He couldn't turn off the rerolls, so I popped the uh, plus one to hit strat. And then the exploding sixes to wound strat. So it was 41 attacks. Uh, I got 43 hits. Okay. And then wounding on fives and sixes with rerolls, I got out of the 43 hits, I got 36 wounds. Ooh, that feels good. Well, because you get the double, the exploding. I think I rolled, I rolled something like 15 sixes. So that turned into 30. Uh, thirty wounds. <laughs> He's just like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "I was like, I understand. It's so good. I get it." No. <laughs> but yeah, so that was a pretty fun, funny game. But like, that was the thing too. Is he had a, a warden squad, just like uh, consolidated into a desolation squad, and uh, those guys get real sad when they uh, get touched. So they don't do anything then. Yeah. Yeah. So what you do you fall back and shoot? Uh, so that what they can't fall back and shoot, can they? I thought Dark Angels had some kind of dumb strategy. Oh no! So. Uh, well, I don't know if Dark Dark Raven Guard or Raven Wing can, but uh, not. I don't think Dark Angels do. But I was I'm okay. I'm doing Iron Hands this weekend, not Dark Angels. Yeah. Um. I, the only change I really made to Melissa for Free State was I. Well, no, I don't want to say that. I took out. I had a 15 Desolation Marines. No, I added. I did add Desolations. Let me go look real quick. I got pulled up. <laughs> I told so, him to add at least five. Yeah, I, I think I had a list. I sent Dan with 15 in them, and uh, Dan's so like, expensive. Dan's like, you don't need 15. Just take five. And so yeah. I kept Long Fangs, and I, I went to the. So I've got two units of Long Fangs. I kept my my Missile Bros, and then I kept my Melter Bros. And then I added the Desolation SWAT. So the Melta guys have actually been doing pretty well for me walking on the board. And uh, so ditching the drop the pod. Terminator to him? Uh, I did not have the Terminator to him. I don't have the points. That's That was one thing Dan said, too. He's like, he, he'd like it better with the Terminator. But Yeah, those last like, cans, you could take the Terminator, right? 
I, I the I've got the Terminator with those. Okay. So it's uh Terminator's in that squad. And dude, that guy is pretty tanky. I've actually had a lot of fire at that unit that like him just sitting in a ruins, just like, you know, whatever. And yeah. it's like you gotta put a lot of AP into that to start even. I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm not shooting my indirect at that squad. Fuck that. I'm not wasting yes. my, <laughs> I'm not wasting my time. It's <laughs> uh so that squad's actually been pretty well. And like walking on the Melta, I, I actually had in the game where I played a guy named John, which is pretty cool, man, because he said uh he said he started listening to the podcast like six years ago, so he'd always wanted to play me and it was it was cool to get to play me. So like it was a dope game. But uh I barely won. It was seventy one to seventy. Like it was crazy how hard that game like he alpha struck the fuck out of me. Like I think I lost close <laughs> to six hundred some points. And I was like, I felt like the Tiger King, man. I was like, I'm not going to financially recover from this. You know? <laughs> it was just bad. But uh, like I said, I managed to do some things to get right. But like Melta, and like, dude, this is, you can say what you want. This might not have been the best target in the world. But his fucking uh, Talon Master with the, uh, the like, the full Overwatch relic on him. Arbiter's gaze, yeah. Yeah, I had nothing to shut off Overwatch because I took my fucking librarian out of my list. So I walked on the Melter Bros to his side of the board because he left the guy over there on an objective and just torched that motherfucker and uh, wound up holding an objective down with the Melter guys. You know, so, like, they've come in pretty clutch with, you know, I basically spent 180 points to kill that town master, but... Again, they held that objective the rest of the game for me and sat behind a ruined wall. And uh, in, my, in my opinion, if you're playing Dark Angels and you get a chance to kill the Talon Master, it's yeah usually it's, pretty worth it. That's a pretty valuable tool to them. So I'll tell you what, every time those those things shot a unit of Marines, the unit of Marines went away. It, tell me about it, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it was like it was like pick up your shit and go home. Like okay, so. You know, they and they move so fast you can't basically get out of their range. You know, they can as long as they're working behind their screens, they can sit and fuck on you all day. So it's uh it's kind of annoying. But it's uh it was a good game and uh I just you know, I wish I, I had my old list in the in that because I didn't have the desolators built. I was supposed to get the desolation squad built and I wound up going to see John Wick instead, so um I just yeah. I should showed up and danced with the girl about to dance but so yeah back to my list i got uh long fangs and i took missiles uh scott i didn't take last cannons so but i like having the option for frag especially with gsc floating around out there it's really it's good a, and frag and blast is pretty dope so and then i've got the, the terminators with them and then the multi-multi guys with no terminator Skyclaw, Skyclaw, Cyberwolf, Wolfen, 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 Wolfguard, 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 and they now have Power Fist, so they, they're good. They are now modeled correctly. They're now, they were, well, they're modeled correctly for Free State. I just had to fight them. Well, you guys were here for the fucking scramble. Uh, Judas here, Infiltrator Squad, Infiltrator Squad, and Captain on Bike. And, dude, I've wanted to lose that Judas here. But I can't tell how many times like he's done one or two clutch things that scored me points, or like shut down a unit and and made yes. him fight last, you know. And and sometimes I can't like quit I, you, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just like every time I want to give him up, like he does something like fucking spectacular and and nails me some points, and I'm like, God damn it, that's that's seventy five points of good stuff. So, 
Um, Judiciary stays, and uh, the Libby's Libby's staying gone. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, it's close to my free state list. Um, I do like the Desolation Squad. The fact that I'll have some indirect fire. So that'll be dope to yeah. have that indirect fire. And uh, plus two, uh, the, the super crack missile on that. Like having D3 plus three damage is something that Space Marines have desperately needed. You know, because all their all their big anti tank guns are usually like D six, mm-hmm. and you know, and I've I've been the dude that's like gotten three D six damage through and rolled like one one two, you know, like for instance in the Corey's fucking Tesseract bolt, you know. So it's it'll be nice to have the D three plus three and actually put some damage on shit, you know. Come on, Space Marines got the Hunter right, that one shot gun. Yeah. One shot. <laughs> fuck out of here, Sasser. So. I think uh, I think like the single squad, especially with keen senses. Like yeah. uh, if you if you deploy your train right, so you're hidden, and then deploy your infiltrators right, so you like you can't be uh, deep struck turn one, but like Castrican, you should be able to like basically pick up that Castrican squad or just or cripple it to the point where it's not a threat anymore. Yeah, just, like that's 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 where like what got me turned on to them so much is. Just that, not you know, because I, I don't, I don't, I don't rate them as highly as other people. Like just because, like strength four, AP one, indirect hitting on threes or fours, depending on what you're doing, is not gonna like pick up Marines and cover at any reasonable rate for their cost. But like to cripple a Castrican squad, uh, you know, pick up that type of shit, fucking real good. Yeah. So do, or do one wound to something behind a wall. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. I do. I do think you have to be in dev doctrine for them to be super effective. Yeah. And uh, you know the cool thing about keen senses is it says you know they actually ignore ballistic skill modifiers, so you know it's they'll still get the plus one to their save, but you're not you're not shooting on the the shit ballistic skill. So. Yeah, I think I think because you can hit on threes, dark angels hit on three. Like actually, you can move and hit on threes, so you're the most. Yeah. Space wolves are the most mobile indirect firing ones. Where Dark Angels can't move to hit on threes, and, and then Iron Hands indirectly only hit on fours. So, yeah. But they White Scars with a CP can make them advance and be hitting on do fours. it. What'd you say? Oh, with Iron White... Hands can move and still be hitting on fours? Iron Hands move and hit on fours, and then the Sergeant for all of them. Well, no, the Sar- Sergeant for Iron Hands hits on twos, reroll ones. So the other ones hit on threes, reroll one. Or just threes, I guess. So. Blech. Yeah, I, I mastercrafted my one of my guys' weapons. So that maybe, yeah. that dude had a mastercrafted one too, and that thing was giving me hell, man. I'm gonna nasty. I'm gonna if I play against Bam, the urge to like just just look at that wolf guard put it in your last hands, be like, fuck it, you're gonna roll one and just try to, <laughs> just, just try to get that three damage through. <laughs> Fail that save. Yeah. Fail that two up. <laughs> yeah, Actually, I wanna, play, I wanna play Kelvin and then just kill like three eight bound in one shot. That's that's the dream. That's the dream for the event is to uh, play Calvin, fire off that three damage thing, and just like pick up the unit eight bound. There's a good chance he's been playing hot lately. Been been placing well. It's a good chance yes. to play him. I think the world leaders for this play style. So that's probably that's probably a cool thing. Yep. There's not not a lot of thinking in that book. So. No. All right, guys. Let's go through the top ten of the Lord Marshal. And uh, we know how this ends, but we're going to do it anyways. So number number 10, Chris Campbell. Uh, good job, Chris. Nick Rupel. Nicholas Rupel, however you want to say it. Uh, Rupel, Jason he's from St. Louis. Yeah. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jason Merton in the top eight. Look at him. He's playing Votan. Uh, 
Did he? Yeah. All right. Oh, that's cool. Uh, David Clark, uh, Ethan Holt, Howard Watts. Look at him sitting at number five, Mister Ultramarines player. Way to go, Ward. Uh, Peyton Priest. Uh, I think he's been rocking the GSC, sitting at fourth. Uh, Arkansas guys coming in hot, man. Uh, Ryan Verbeck, number three. That's right. Uh, nice, good job, Ryan. Ryan is a chill dude, man. I like that guy. Uh, number two, Brent Simons. And number one, Dan motherfucking Salmons sits atop us all. Uh, Brent's like right behind you, though, man. Three points. Uh, yeah, because he's going to all the events that I don't go to. That okay. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps going to all the events because he, he's not coming to these anymore. So. Well, he was just at Adepticon, so. He, was, he, went to, he went to an event the weekend before Adepticon. Isn't he from Arkansas? Yeah. It's a distance to come up our way. It's only it's like only it's like it's only three hours from Kansas City, isn't it? I think he's only. Three I have hours. no idea. Yeah. Yeah. So I just gotta give him shit. So team team rankings. Uh, number number five is the Gateway Gamers. Number four is the Frozen North Gaming. Number three is the Flying Monkeys. Frozen Ooh. North. Have, have, straight up, has anyone seen them? I guess we saw Tyler last. last <laughs> they do everything up in Minneapolis, right? Yeah, they, they were just were, in Adepticon as well. Adepticon last weekend. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't think I've seen those guys. Man, have I really only seen? Isn't it? It's a real trek down here from there too, isn't it? Yeah, but we can't let him off the hook. You know, he's <laughs> <laughs> like eight hours. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh was, boy. Yeah, they get out and, and come travel a little bit. Number two is Forge World Columbia. That's right, baby. Number, right, nice. Look at you guys, man. Uh, number one is Hogs of War. Uh, I believe that's Ward Nims down in Arkansas Club. So good job, guys. Way to way to fight. I didn't realize the monkeys made the third. Good job, monkeys. So upcoming events. We got the trainer trainer coming back in a couple weeks. He's I know moving back, right? Yeah, he's moving back. So yeah, I'm excited to have him back. So and then yeah, uh, good. Chucky's a. Uh, once he gets his world leaders up and running, so we're gonna, we'll 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 take our our title back. Yeah, no, you so. won't. No, you won't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna smack you local boys around at Buggy. Just let them know. Yeah. Right, just let them know. I'm gonna smack them around when I get up there. Uh, yeah, I'll have to. I'm ask train. I'm ask trainer. Like trainer, what do you? What kind of train do you want? Do you want? Players, <laughs> yeah, yeah, judge, yeah, dude. Judges, because you're gonna need all the help you can get. Yes, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Trainer, trainer's been playing in that uh, Reno Nevada meta, which sounds pretty soft. So I'm with the whipping back in shape. We'll see. We'll see how his skills are when he gets back. I was like that Wichita meta. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck your couch, man. Fuck your couch. So I think I won the last time we played, Scott. Fuck off. Shut up. You don't know. Yeah, it was Kansas City. Thanks. I remember you had me all riled up thinking bullshit. So. All right. I'm convinced. Uh, first of April, Fool's Forge RGT in Chaska, Minnesota. I'm probably saying that's wrong. Uh, Edmund Pl- Unplugged RTT. April's Fool is the Emperor's. I'm not reading all that. Go to Oklahoma <laughs> if you want to go to that. Uh, Perils at the Geekery. Uh, Dan and I will be there this weekend. Sean might visit. Where's something sexy, Sean? Don't come in looking like a scrub. Mm. Uh, Do you know where Huster night. lives? Yeah. I'll give you $10 to go slash tire. Hey, now, come on now. Dude, I won't play against that shit. You're gonna. God, What's he doing? Is he doing uh, I think he's running. He at their, he ran, spam? 
He ran at their RTT. They had like 18 Sentinels and three Earthshakers. I think he's only playing 15 Sentinels. <laughs> <laughs> that probably I makes his list my... better. His list is probably better because he's probably got some other tech in there. He was running like a 200-point command squad too, which is hilarious. So He likes Somebody those shit to be close comedy. You know what I'm saying? He wants them to be able to fucking uh, bang in CC. I'll be... <laughs> Dude, I don't. If he goes, if I play him and he goes first, I'm gonna start cussing. So I'm gonna have nine nine scout sentinels humping my humping me turn one. Just step outside, smoke that cigarette. You'll be fine. <laughs> All right, guys. If you got a you got a vet you want to be in Lord Marshall and you got an approved TO, go to LordMarshall.org and submit it. Um, also, all the competitors being doing the season is getting hot, so we got a few more months. Which culminates at Monkey. So uh, get your ticket from Flying Monkey Con, www.flyingmonkeycon.com. And uh, that'll be where all this caps off and where, where it all ends. Also, we got some other events coming up. Uh, Show Me Showdowns in July up in the Kansas City area. Uh, Bug Eaters in June, Dan? June 24th. So we're going to start posting up the information about that. I'll be there for my birthday. So get ready. Get your. Man, Scott's birthday. I think uh, I think uh, young man Weiss is uh, old man Weiss is doing his birth bachelor party up there that weekend. So uh, it should be a should be a good weekend of fun for everybody. So I'll I'll try and get up to Bug Eater to see. I think we're. I'm trying to. I'm gonna go talk to some of the like uh, restaurants. Around. I'm not sure if I can do it, but like if we can get like a you know a party room, so if you want to go out to dinner afterwards. I, I, love that. I, I would love that. I'm I'm pretty cool. sure we're not doing four two. I think we're gonna do uh three two cut. Yeah. If it, or it, it'll be I'll, I'm gonna I gotta I gotta I gotta finish the player pack, but it's probably gonna be like three games Saturday, two games Sunday, and then if there is two undefeated, they will play a six round. But depending on attendance. Yeah, depending on yeah. but if there's no undefeated, there's we won't do it. So we'll just do whatever that kind of like what they did it at um Free State. State, yeah, yeah, that was some of the feedback from some of my locals. Like, the yeah, the four games on a day is kind of rough on an old man, it just well, especially just if it's right at, if it's like right at the end of night. Like, no yeah. one wants to, no one wants to grind through that when I'd be, you know, me too, you know, and especially if, you know, that'd be the cool thing to me. I was thinking, I was like, you know, play play your games at night, finish it out, but then like, if you got done at a reasonable time, then you get to go out to dinner with everybody and just talk 10th, you know. If all yeah. the shit actually hits that day, or I bet by then too, if it's not out, we'll have spoilers. So I don't know. I'll just yeah. roll dice. Whoever wins the roll off wins, and then I'll ask. Let's go play tenth edition. <laughs> <laughs> you won. Let's play a different game. Yeah. <laughs> like all right, guys. Let's go right here, Scott. You got anything, buddy? No, I love you guys, man. Tell your tell your homies you love them. Absolutely, love you, buddy. Dan, what you got? Uh, just looking forward to. Perils and looking forward to barbecue at that uh, whatever that place is next to Geekery. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, it was pretty good. We ate there last time I was up there for uh, New Year's. So, so what you got, Sean? I mean, you already said it. Show me showdown July 14th through 16th. I think that's all I got. Yep. Yeah. I guess already 50 people signed up for it. It's good. I second what Scott says. Tell your people you love them. Be good. Your gaming buddies. Look out for your homies. And uh, we'll be back next week. Remember, before gaming was easy, it'd be your mom. Peace out. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs>